Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. We are your guides through sordid tales of pop culture, drugs, and saying the word fuck a lot. Our show is best experienced under the influence of cannabis. So now is your cue to light up. Now remember, drugs are dangerous, so please don't hurt yourself or your loved ones. But do subscribe. Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. I am your host, Dave, and uh, this is a very weird situation. I don't host the show very often, but Mr. James had to take care of some uh, personal business tonight, so I'm taking over the, uh, the captain duties tonight. And uh, with me tonight, we have the lovely Miss Courtney Gunn, who joined us for our Harry Potter episode. Um, man, how are you? It's been a whole other world since the last time we saw you. I know, man, in the before times, right? It's uh, It's been wild. But yeah, no, I, my life's keep, kept on keeping on, so it's been good. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to the show. Uh, and then uh, it's the Santori Project himself, Mr. Mike Santori. How the hell are you? I'm doing very well, sir. Thank you very much. How are you? Good, man. Where are you at right now? I'm currently in Crossville, Tennessee. Crossville, Tennessee. All right, so thank you, Mr. Santori, for joining us. Thank um, you for having me. Fuck, man. Uh, you know, we have to get something out of the way to start off with. Uh, fuck, dude, if 2020 wasn't already bad enough, um, I think today we lost probably the most important figure uh, this year that uh, eclipses everybody by far. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, and uh, she was old and she was sick, but it was still uh, – it's still quite a shock, and uh, it's really going to change the complexity of the 2020 election. Uh, I mean, she was a titan. She was a lioness. Uh, she was an idol. You know, she was a pop culture figure. I mean, she fought for uh, women's rights and equality, uh, LBGTQ rights. I mean, she was, uh, she was fucking amazing, and uh, she had an amazing career. Uh, an amazing life, uh, and, and what a what a huge fucking loss. And so, uh, to start off the show, uh, we wanna we wanna give a little bit of a, some uh, a moment of silence so we can all remember Miss Ruth Gator uh, Bink. Oh my God, I'm so high. All right. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. All right, that was a, it was it was going so well that I yeah. had to like spit out her name. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, rest in peace. Let's take a moment of silence. All right, guys. Well, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of tough to to beat that. I don't know. Uh, you know, it was a it's a big loss for sure. But uh, you know what? We're here to smoke weed or have a little whiskey we're here to like forget about the world for a little bit you know so you know let's spend the next couple hours let's not worry about the the clusterfuck that is 2020 uh tonight let's you know let's have a good time let's relax let's fucking talk about some cartoons you know let's forget about the world for a little bit so Woo. yeah so welcome cheers. to my high podcast guys cheers cilantro mm. some good fine irish whiskey there Hi, that's how you missed. So, uh, you know, I introduced Miss Corny and Santori. Um, 
you know, it's been a while, Courtney, since you've been back on the show. It's a little bit different since the last time you're here. Um, mm -hmm. We always like to start off the show just kind of talking about, you know, what have you been up to? So it's been a while. You're, it's a completely different world. Um, <laughs> and J.K. Rowling is now like sitting, like public enemy number one since the last time I Crazy. saw you. So I mean, like this whole world uh, is just going, yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, what you doing since the uh, last time I saw you? Um, working nonstop. So as you might imagine, the cannabis industry has been booming since COVID because everybody either needs to drink or get high. So um, we have been, uh, yeah, nonstop, nonstop. So I've just been working a ton, a ton. Yeah, that's really I, it. Not exciting. My company went through renovations. So that was exciting. I have like a whole new store. But other than that, it's just been go, go, go. Are you, My world uh, hasn't changed. <laughs> Are you able to tell us who you work for, or is that kind yes. of verboten? No, Lovacanico. I wore it right here. Where is Lovacanico uh, located? There are four locations, but mine is at 2042 Arapahoe Street in downtown Denver, next to the ballpark. Um, there's also one over off Colfax, one in Edgewater, and one in Aurora. Well done. That's a good job. I think you should. Uh, we're going to hire you for their advertising. I think it's great. It's in the works. No. <laughs> it's in the works. That's all right. All right, Mr. Santori. Yes, sir. So I wanted to give you a little bit of time because, uh, yeah, you've been pretty busy this week. So uh, why don't you tell us what's going on, Mr. Santori? Well, what's going on is uh, the Truffy, Truffy Pacific Boys, you and James, have got That's me uh, become a travel blogger, and I've been traveling. And uh, I uh, experienced Arkansas. Oklahoma, Texas, and now I'm in Tennessee. And uh, so it's been fun. It's been real exciting and adventurous. So I'm having a good time. So thank you very much for allowing me to have these opportunities. And I'm blessed. Yeah, dude. I mean, these dudes, if you haven't checked out Centauri Project, you can go to our website, www.truckypacific.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, but make sure you're following the Centauri Project because Centauri uh, is throwing out some really great videos. Um, there was one about, uh, when he was in Memphis and he showed up to the hotel where Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. Uh, yes. his video was great. So, um, tell us how did, how did you meet Cowboy and how that came right, So that, thank you for asking. So we, we were, uh, actually what was interesting about that whole thing was, uh, I don't know. Do you remember the Memphis three? Yeah. yeah. Okay. West Memphis three. We actually, that's the yeah. border of Arkansas and Memphis. And I actually did a little drive-by, and I, you know, for personal reasons, I wanted to see it. But I didn't film anything about that because I thought it was too touchy subject because the little boys getting killed and stuff. I didn't like that. But uh, I uh, I didn't do anything with that, but I didn't. I went there just for my own personal reason just because it was, you know, something I, you know, wait, I, I, I watched the movies and documentaries, and I didn't want to do any filming of that me because I didn't want to offend anybody or like like come at anyone with you know whatever because you know it's little kids that got killed you know 36 years ago but still it's still little kids getting killed but we have holed up to mem you know the, the hotel and uh, Mary Beth went around the building and I stayed you know and I was in the front and Cowboy just walked up and he just started talking to me and we just had a nice conversation and I asked him, I said, look, you know, I'm doing somewhat of a travel documentary, travel, you know, blogging, and would you be interested in be part of the show? And he said, absolutely. So, you know, he, he had a good time, and we videotaped him, and it 
turned out really good. And he's a, you know, it was a cool, cool, cool little get together. And it was cool. And yeah, that's dude, how we did it. I think that your interview with Cowboy was fucking awesome. So I'm super impressed. And that's exactly the kind of show that we were expecting when we uh, came up with Santori Project. So uh, yeah, keep following Santori. You can follow him on Instagram. Um, like I said, www.chuckypacific.com. Uh, go to the Santori Project uh, and just follow Mike because uh, the more people that follow him, the more money that we can make off of him. And so he doesn't have to live in shitty motels. We want to put him in like real hotels. But right. you know, I need, we need people to watch him. So go and watch him at the Santori Project. It's really great. And I'll do my best to keep you guys entertained, you know, because I, I consider myself a comedian, a guitar player, and an entertainer. And that's what I want to do is entertain people and get the minds off of, you know, what's going on in society today and, you know, bring some entertainment to you also. Yeah. And tomorrow we're going to, and tomorrow we're going to Dollywood. So yeah, we'll be filming some stuff from there tomorrow. So if you like Dollywood and uh, if you like watching me, tune in for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Centauri Project's great. All right. So another tradition that we have here at the Mile High Podcast is we like to talk about stuff that we're watching. Uh, I like to watch a lot of movies and shows and listen to podcasts and shit. So I'm always like the most long-winded person. So I'm going to go last. Um, Courtney, what are you watching? Um, you know, because I haven't really had much time, I've just been re-watching a lot of Community, um, which oh, is one of my yes. all-time favorite shows. Yeah, so well, that's, that's really what I'm currently watching. Um, also, Avatar, The Last Airbender is kind of like on consistent rotation there. We're getting into cartoons, so I'll save the nerdiness for later. Um, well, and uh, that's that's really it, honestly. Short-winded because I don't have a whole lot of time. <laughs> um, I also have like I listen to a lot of audiobooks, uh, but I feel like they're like more serious books. So what do you listen to? Huh. Um, well, there's this one. I just started this book called um, Atomic Habits. So we're gonna see where that goes. But I'm pretty excited. It's talking about you know being the best kind of person you can be through your habits. All right. That sounds fun, of course. Uh, we got to talk about community sometime because we just got into that show here. Uh, we spent all of quarantine just binging different shows. Um, yeah. We just got done with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is Love fucking amazing. Uh, yeah. But community is so great. And it's actually going to lead into our comics, com- uh, our cartoons conversation because Rick and Morty created by Dan Harmon. Of That's true. Community. That's true. All right, Santori, what the fuck are you watching on the road? I mean, I'm sure there's some great television in Tennessee. Oh, yeah, there is. There's nothing but reruns. Like today, we, uh, we, 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 we rewatched uh, Varsity Blues. <laughs> the show or the movie? The movie. Yeah, no, I haven't seen the show. I don't know. Yeah, the movie. Right. Yeah, no, that that's what I call. You know, we're just fun. We we got you know the TV that they give us, and they basically you know it's just like basic cable kind of stuff. So and uh, let's see, last night we 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 uh, kind of rewatched uh, Steel Mongolias. Magnolias, yeah, that's a that's, that's a tear yeah, So pretty much watching reruns of whatever the the TV allows us to permit us to watch it. If there's like a cool old flick or whatever, we'll watch it. So Varsity Blues and just steal my noise. Um, I'm a big old softie. I know you I know you're a big old softie too. You I'm sure you cried when Julia Roberts died at the end, didn't you? Yeah, it was a little sad. That's that's a, a, a very sad movie. Who have we got there, Corny? Who's that? This is, oh this is Rue. This is my boyfriend's dog slash my little doggy. Mm. Do you have your other dog, the little white yeah. one? 
Yeah, he's Pippin, here. right? Through. Yeah, Pippin, through. Oh, I love it. Come here, yeah. say hi. Come here. Come here. Yeah, we're stopping the podcast because I want to see some dogs. So that's, that's, that's <laughs> how this Yeah, look dogs at that. Dogs all day. Dogs all day. He's a big old puffball. He is my big old puffball. Yeah, so fluffy, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. So, like I said, I'm the most – I'm the most long-winded person, so James always knows to go to me last when we're talking about shit that we watch, because I watch a bunch of shit. So, right. I'm going to narrow it down. Uh, I went and saw Tenet in the movie theater. The movie theaters are f- opening up. Uh, I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. Um, I love his movies, but his, some of his movies are super hard to understand. Um, so, I took my kid... <laughs> I took, you know, think about it. Go back through his catalog. They're fucking You're right. even the Batman movies are kind of hard to understand. Um, They're dense. So we went. So we went to IMAX. They opened up IMAX. There was actually about twenty people in the theater. It was like the opening weekend. Um, I'm talking this movie up because I just took my kid to see Inception. Uh, he really dug that, and so we went to see Tenet. And coming out of the movie, man, it was like this movie was so fucking good. But I have no idea what the fuck it's about. And I, I know there's. <laughs> People going forward in time, people going backwards in time. But what the plot is, I don't fucking, I have no idea. So my review, great fucking movie. I, I can't wait to see it again because I have no idea what the fuck the movie was about. Never had, I've never had that experience before. And I was straight sober, straight, haven't smoked, no, fine. But I have no idea what the movie's about. I'm like Wikipedia and this shit. Like, as the movie's over, like, what is going on here? I don't know. I feel like a lot of the movies that win Academy Awards are ones at the end of it. You're like, what the? What did I just watch? Oh, oh absolutely. You know? And this is no exception. I mean, like, this will win awards, like effects awards. I mean, the action in there was unbelievable. I mean, uh, I watched. You know, I, I go in these rabbit holes after I see a movie, and um, Christopher Nolan had filmed all of the fight scenes, like forwards and backwards. Like everybody had to learn how to fight backwards. Um, because they're going backwards in time. I mean, the cinematography is incredible. They crash a fucking airplane into a building, like a real airplane. I mean, the movie's incredible. Still oh have no idea what the fuck it's about. But I don't think that's a good movie. <laughs> it's a great, it's so entertaining. And I, if it you makes can't you tell like, me what the movie was about after watching it, it's not a good movie. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's a fair point. However... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go see it again. So I'm going to drop another 20 bucks because I have no, I want to see it again. So that's how they, that's how he gets you. That's how they're getting oh, okay, you in well, these COVID times. And if you still, if you still can't figure it out, then it's still not a good movie. Okay. I'll give you that. If I don't understand <laughs> after all the research that I've done on the movie, all the IMDB trivia that I have read, if I still don't get it by the time I re- watch it the second time that I will officially declare it a bad movie. I'll do it on the next show that you're on. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but I, you know, check out Respect. our check out my review I posted last night. Uh, me and my kid, we're doing Truckee Pacific uh, reviews where we take movies and we review them. Um, so we did a review of Tenet. Uh, my kid, by the way, hated it. For the very, pretty much the same reason that I love it, he hated it. So he's like, that was a terrible movie. And he likes Christopher really? Nolan movies. Yeah. That's, now that's uh, funny. That's interesting. Now I kind of really want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tenet, uh, check us out, Tricky Pacific Reviews. All right. So, that's what we've been watching. Um, and tonight, 
I think tonight's going to be great. And I brought two experts in this particular field onto the show with me tonight. Tonight, man, we're talking cartoons. And what a better show to talk about or a bit of media to talk about for a bunch of stoners than cartoons. I have watched so much, so many cartoons fucking blaze off my ass from the, when I was a junior in high school to like while well, I watched right Rick and Morty on Sunday night. I mean, I'm so fucking smoking weed watching cartoons. And so that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking cartoons. So my first question, I'm going to go to you, Santori. What, tell me about some of the earliest memories that you have with cartoons. Oh, I got, like, since my age and everything, I got, like, I go back to, like, you know, Flintstones, Woody Webpacker, uh, Bugs Bunny, um, Deputy Dog, um, um, like uh, Yogi Bear, all that boo-boo stuff. Um, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, um, yeah, I'm answering that. That's it. What about but, you, you Courtney? I mean, similar. I watched all that stuff on Boomerang, but you know, also I had like, uh, like Arthur growing up, and then I had um, and like Blues Clues and stuff, and then moving on into um, well, my love of Looney Tunes, of course, and then like Hey Arnold and Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain and like all those awesome shit, like Doug, you know, Angry Beavers, Rocco's Modern Life, yeah, and I. I don't know. I feel like I watched them always when I got home from school and then like, I mean, every weekend. I just freaking love cartoons, man. All the time. I love that. Uh, we, what's interesting is that we're from three different, I won't say generations because Mike and I are in the similar generations, but he's just enough older than me um, to where like the cartoons I watched growing up was like Smurfs, was Alf, mm. was Captain N and the Power Squad on Saturday mornings. And then your experience with cartoons is more like the stuff that was on Nick, like Nickelodeon and stuff that was maybe on later at night. And um, I think it's really interesting that we all have three different experiences when it comes to the cartoons. Mm-hmm. It's true. I feel like I had more access though. That, yeah, yes. absolutely. I mean, we were relegated to ABC, NBC, CBS. Um, NBC had the, the best Saturday morning cartoons and it all started with Gummy Bears, not the greatest show. Greatest theme song, though, of any cartoon I've ever seen. Gummy Bears. <laughs> Who can sing it? Santori, do you know the song, The Gummy Bears? Absolutely not. You don't? What? No, don't. Courtney, how does it go? I actually never watched this, not gonna lie. You never watched Gummy Bears? Okay, you were, so you're a little bit older than me. I watched, it was like, when I was like seven and eight, so that makes you like a teenager, so you probably wouldn't watch Gummy Bears, but... Corny knows the theme song of Gummy Bears. I was going to say, is it, is it Gummy Bears? Yes, we're, no, no, is it that no. it? No, it's not that song. Gummy Bears. They're bouncing oh. here and there and everywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are the Gummy Bears. Dang it. I'm usually better with theme songs. Ugh, that's okay. You want the Thundercat Cats theme song? I got you. Or like any other <laughs> Well, you just, you, okay, give us some Thundercats. Come on. Oh, God. Thunder. Thunder. Hold on. Thundercats are on the loose. Thundercats are loose. Hear the magic. Hear the roar. Thundercats are loose. Thunder, 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 thundercats. Thunder, 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 thundercats. And then he goes, and then he does the thing. Thundercats. Thundercats. Ho! That's it. That was that was pretty amazing. Sorry, I know you. I know you know some cartoon theme songs. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. There, everybody. That's all I know. 
Uh, that's pretty good though. It was good. It was. It was, it was kind of a tease. Like it I was, was going to get the whole thing wrong, but my, my, my singing voice is not that good tonight, so <laughs> I'm not going to go ahead. That's okay. I'll let it go. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, YouTube yes. uh, Flintstone thing when we get off today. Yeah, so, fine. Corny, I'm going to ask you: are, Is your experience with cartoons more in like when you were growing up watching Saturday morning cartoons, or is this something like? Oh, my experience with cartoons was more in like after after school. I went in and uh, threw on Nickelodeon. What's your experience with cartoons? More after school, I feel like I definitely had like the Saturday morning thing um, as well. But I feel like it was always like after school. I come home and have like an hour that I could just watch. I'd watch Arthur and Wishbone, you know, when I was younger, and then uh, it's just like different shows as I got older. But it was always cartoons. So I feel like it's always an after-school thing. Because uh, the older I got, like, there was more weekend activities. So I, didn't, I couldn't always just wake up on Saturdays and watch cartoons. That's fair. How about you, Santori? Growing up, you know, what were the, the cartoons that uh, – like, what was your experience with cartoons? Was it more Saturday mornings or before school, after school? It was before school. I'd watch, like, an hour of Tom and Jerry. And then um, after school, I'd watch Woody Woodpecker. And then there would be Popeye. And then there would be um, – Deputy Dog um, would be around, and then the Flintstones. I had them for an hour, so that that's it. But on Saturday mornings, it was like I had uh, from nine o'clock to like noon. I had the Looney Tune hour, which I or two three hours, which I thought was great. Just nothing but Bugs Bunny and Daffy, and you know, uh, uh, Frog Hog Lake, Lake Leghorn, and you know, uh, Sylvester and Tweety. So I had that for three hours, and that's what I pretty much stuck to. Just Bugs Bunny and them guys. I if you had a favorite guy. cartoon growing I up, I thought he was great. I thought he was the greatest comic ever. Was um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Charles. Um, can't remember his name. But anyway, um, yeah, I just like Bugs Bunny a lot. So, would you? What would you say is your favorite cartoon growing up? Way Woodpecker. Why? Why? Because he's crazy. He was wacky. I like how he liked to piss people off. And like, just you put them all in kind of different kind of shenanigans. He was just—he was a crazy bird. Shenanigans, I, yeah, shenanigans. I thought he was just funny. That was very, 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 very sarcastic, very smart ass, and I like that. So, Corny, how have cartoons changed since we were kids? Oh. I mean, a lot of them are like in depth. You know, like this. Sometimes there's not like. Okay, I don't know. Some of those cartoons that we watch, like Ren and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern Life, they have a very adult themes, right? But, like, when you're watching it, you know, as an adult, you're like, oh, God, like, some of that stuff is kind of wild. But then it's still the same now. It's just, like, some of them are, like, really deep. Like, have you ever watched Adventure Time, either of you? Tell me about it. No. Adventure Time is amazing, but it's, like, really dense, you know, because it, it kind of follows the character journey of both Finn and Jake, and so it even talks about, like, tossing things in the vault in your mind of, like, things you want to deal with, but, like, how that kind of comes back to you, so it's, like, I don't know, it's, that show was on for, like, basically, I think about almost 10 years, and so you just kind of watch the character journey, you learn, and, like, it actually kind of goes deeper into, like, humankind and all that it's it's kind of crazy i really 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 love that cartoon but i feel like um it's less um like hidden dirty jokes more like realness is kind of happening now like real themes you know so century do you spend much time these days watching cartoons or and if you do is it more stuff that you're used to like the 
uh, Looney Tunes, or are you uh, watching any of the newer cartoons? The newer cartoons, no, but I'm really, really, really stuck on South Park. I think Trey Parker and Matthew Stone are just geniuses, and I think, like, I'm really looking forward to September 30th when they're going to do their uh, their, 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 their thoughts and their process of putting the kids with the pandemic. I like how they keep up with how everything, like, current affairs. I like how they mock it, make fun of it, and, like, pretty much put in perspective how people really are acting and and I just, that's, I don't know, I'm just a big fan of South Park. I like them more than anything. I, uh, I I was watching Family Guy and all that, then I just got burnt out. I mean, Family Guy, I think, pretty much was on the same concept as The Simpsons and South Park, but Seth just, I don't know, he just burns me out. I'm just over it, but. Yeah, I, I totally, and I'm, I 100% agree with you on South Park as well. I've, we had a, an episode of James's Games where we talked about some of the best sitcoms of the 80s and 90s, and it was The Simpsons, a cartoon, versus yes. South Park, a cartoon. So, yeah. you know, I think that, you know, the best way to really capture um, what pop culture looks like is not really through like traditional sitcoms, it's through cartoons because you have that turnaround, but you have to have a bright mind like Trey Parker or Matt Stone in order to, uh, in order to like capture that pop culture and say it well, and then, you know, keep it being able to last this long. It's been like 20 years since South Park came out. I know. And then, and then they're still going and still doing it and still keeping up with today's society's, you know, current affairs. And I think that's really fun. And really cool the fact that they can do that and keep it comical. And that's famous. This is what the world really needs now is comic comic relief. And I think that they are doing a great job of it. And the Simpsons, of course, too. But Courtney, where are you still watching cartoons? I know you work a shit ton at work, yeah. but you know, what kind of cartoons are you still watching? Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender pretty much always consistently and forever. I love that show so, so very much. So um, that was just like a, more, a casual throw on. Are you more of an anime person or are you more like the traditional, like American goofy cartoon kind of person? I definitely you... think I, I catered more. I, I, I leaned more towards American style cartoons. That maybe is like the closest blend that I have. I really don't know too many animes. You know, I, I but that's like probably the extent that it really went for me and there's like a few things on tsunami which was um a uh like a late night cartoon network thing i don't know if tsunami was it like adult swim about. like was, was it the, the precursor to adult swim like a pre-adult swim so it's like more adult-ish cartoons like dragon ball z or something like that and they had more animes on there but no for me I, it's mostly been just like cartoon cartoons you know what is what are your favorite of the newer cartoons Adventure Time, of course. Um, that one's just just such a good show. I also really love um, Adventures of Gumball. I don't know if you've watched that show. But it's yes, it's a, on Disney, awesome. right? Uh, no, it's on no. Uh, uh, Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network, but also Phineas and Ferb. If we're going to talk Disney, that one's a really good show. So, none of you guys have kids. So, and that's not like oh, you guys. You guys don't have kids. When you have kids you are subjected to whatever the fuck they want to watch. My kid loved Caillou, which is the worst fucking cartoon <laughs> ever created. I fucking hate Caillou. But he also really enjoyed 
SpongeBob SquarePants yeah. and Phineas and Ferb. And yeah. I can watch SpongeBob SquarePants and Phineas and Ferb even right now. I'm uh, my wife and kid, they are going back through and rewatching Phineas and Ferb. Mm-hmm. It is such a brilliant show. I you I'm so lucky that my kid decided to watch those two things because if I was stuck watching more Aquanauts or Backyardigans, I would fucking rip my eyeballs out. I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would too. Even with my little sister growing up, I hated watching all the kids' shows. And so some of them bad. are really creepy and terrible. Oof. But um, yeah, no, that I yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't I know. feel like the modern cartoons are good. They like a lot of them have gotten like. There's some there's some ones that are just like stupid, but you know I grew up with some stupid shows. Like I know a lot of people will disagree with me, but I really didn't like Ed, Ed and Eddie very much. Um, I thought that show was just kind of like a lot of dumbness piled on top of a lot more dumbness, you know. Um, and same with like Cow and Chicken, you know, show like that is like eh. But then you know you can look at Johnny Bravo and kind of argue the same, but like something about Johnny Bravo like makes me giggle when I think about it. So, what are the cartoons you're watching these days, Mr. Santori? Well, I'm, I am, I, you know, I don't have any kids, but I do watch other people's children. I'm currently watching, you know, a two-year-old, and what they got going on is Baby Shark. He just loves to hear the Baby Shark theme, and anything has to do with Baby Shark, and I just want to rip my hair out that's left of it. And That's um, why he has no hair. Because that's it. That's, that's it. That's, that's baby it. Shark is the reason. It is a reason. I used to be a hippie until that happened. That was, like, pretty much a couple of weeks ago. But, no, I'm just kidding. Um. I can relate to the Johnny Bravo thing. I think Johnny Bravo makes me giggle too. I haven't seen Johnny Bravo in a while, but I remember seeing him and it, it was pretty funny. I like Bravo. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. The Baby Shark's probably the, the same relation as the Caillou is that you were talking about because that's all. It's just over and over and over again. It's just like, come on. So you'd be really pissed off if Courtney started busting out the song right now, right? Baby shark, do 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 do, baby shark, do 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 do, baby shark, do 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 do, baby shark, daddy shark. I think I think we're gonna baby shark. He you've he's pulled out his like eyebrows because he's running out of hairs. We're all gone. No, man, we just pissed off everybody who's watching our show right now. Is so pissed off because they're gonna have that in their head all fucking night. Right, you and that's, it. I mean, that's what it is, you know. It's just one of those things. Yeah, you just can't get out of your head, and that's what drives me crazy. Because I would leave the house, and like five hours later, that snow would just creep back in there. So. Baby sharks. Ugh. Terrible. That, I've terrible. never seen the show, but I know the theme song. It's very sad. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't even think about it. If don't, do shark, children, don't do the shark, man. Don't do the shark. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right, Corny. Looking Please. back, what is the most influential cartoon ever created? Avatar: Last Airbender. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's pretty. It's pretty influential. Um, I guess influential in maybe what way? Because you know, I I would argue that Looney Tunes probably. I mean, they used to use it as propaganda, you know, to a certain extent, and then now they do see the revamp of Looney Tunes that are like funky looking and all that. Um, I don't know. That's that's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to pinpoint. Yeah. That is hard to pinpoint. All right. You really can hopefully, hopefully you can pinpoint it soon because Centauri, what well, is the most influential cartoon ever created? Well, for me it's like pretty funny because like when I when I do drive other people's cars and 
and I I like like talk shit and I go, hey, I think I can do this. I seen this in a cartoon once. And I like to get them a get scared look on their face, but that could be any cartoon. But just having that comment, I think is pretty influential. But um, for me, I think the most influential was the Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry, just because of the fact I grew up with them. And I don't know, they're old school. And, you know, I think that from them, they kind of like led on to other things. For me, I think for other cartoons to be existing today, just just that that they were testing the waters back then, and having a coyote chase, you know, a road or road runner for like hours and like acme stuff, and you know, just you'll never forget, you know, that that kind of influential stuff like the word acme and road runner and a coyote and then Bugs Bunny and and you know Elmer Fudd, and, and that's another thing they're taking away the man's gun. I mean, that, that's the thing that's sad about, you know, you, you, you look at the realistic of life and you see how cartoons are cartoons. And then, you know, you, you've been known as a child, don't reenact cartoons. And because, you know, it's cartoon, you know, these people, their cartoons are made on paper and color and all that. So you don't reenact that. And so I think that's influential of the fact that you just get some common sense. And now it's like, I think people are going way too far and getting really ridiculous of, you know, saying, well, we can't have our children watch on the club because, you know, he's got a gun, he's a hunter. And it's like, well, you know, teaching our kids bad, you know, whatever. Just that kind of stuff just upsets me. So I think that's kind of influential. It's just the fact that people that, you know, think that they're representing, a, you know, like, Emma Fudd is like a no, he's a hunter, and you're gonna take away his gun. I just think that's just dumb. But that's influential. I don't know if it influenced anyone to become a hunter or go kill somebody. But you know, I don't know where I was going with that. But I just remembered thinking about well, it. Clearly, you have some feelings on this. I'm gonna go okay. back to you, yeah, Courtney. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to you, Courtney, because you look like you had a you had a thought pop up. Oh, I did. I was gonna say Simpsons and like South Park, obviously, because they like touch on all of like the super you know topical stuff. So that's probably the most influential. And also the Simpsons, like, called half of the crap that happened in history. So that was my epiphany. Answer. Done. Yeah. No rant on guns. No rant on guns. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are honored for the first time on the Ma High podcast, there we go. Dr. Detroit. This is the first time oh, I've ever met Dr. You. Detroit. And welcome to Ma High podcast. Thank you so wow. much for coming on. Oh, it's a, it's a pleasure. Can you guys hear me pretty good? Yeah, yeah. you're good, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome, man. Hey, uh, as soon as I got the word, man, I was honored, man. I, I put everything on hold and said, hey, I got to participate. So thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. Uh, over the last few days, I've been trying to catch up on what you guys have been doing. So thank you. I'm yeah, thanks for, man, I'm, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, tonight, we're yeah. talking about cartoons. And so uh, you Ooh. just came on. You have no idea what the fuck we're talking about so, <laughs> right away. Tell me about your experience with cartoons. You know, did you grow up watching cartoons? And what were the cartoons that really yeah. uh, influenced your childhood? Oh, yeah, man. You know, that was, it was all about Saturday afternoons and after school. Um, as far as I can go back, I can go way back to like uh, Popeye and like Mighty Mouse, you know. Mighty Mouse. Uh, yeah, remember Mighty Mouse. That was cool, right? Because like the, the, the art and the, and the graphics and all, it wasn't all, you know, that, sweet it was just that it was just cool you know because they always be hilarious and like you said 
I had to remember as I became adult in which watch those old cartoons. I'm like, yeah, it is adults writing this stuff. But we were watching it as kids. So a lot of the, the jokes, a lot of times that they were adult jokes and we didn't get them. They wrote stuff for kids too. But later you go back and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, it was like grown ass people. Right? <laughs> is, that, is that a dick joke just now? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I saw this episode when I was seven years exactly, old. Right? Made a dick joke. What? Yeah. <laughs> right? So what are some of the cartoons that uh, influenced your childhood growing up? Um, I mean, definitely uh, Popeye. You know, not that I like spinach, but, you know, I, I really hated spinach. But I liked it because, you know, he was just like a genuine, like, American good guy. You know, uh, he was always take care of his family, him and the, take care of Olive Oil and the babies, you know. Uh, and he would, yeah, sweet baby. And he would always stand up to Brutus. Brutus was like 10 times as big as he was, but he always stood up to him, you know. And uh, so I would say that, man. He, he made you feel like uh, brave. If you thought of Popeye, if you ever faced a situation when I was little, if I had to fight somebody bigger, I would, you know, think about Popeye. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Uh, are you watching any kind of cartoons these days? Wow. Um, I kind of catch, like, what my kids are watching. It's, it's, what are I mean, your kids watching? Uh, my son is big into anime. And it's, it's, it's I like the, uh, the storylines behind it. But it's hard for me to follow because, you know, he's trying to explain it to me because they're like the fight sequences is like make me dizzy. They're like fighting, but then the scene freezes and slides to the side. Then they're fighting and throwing a thousand punches. It's, he's watching like Dragon Ball Z. That's what it is. And he's explaining all these, you know, super intricate, complicated powers that they have, but they're into it. So I'll watch it because like my kids into it. I got to try to figure out what it is. So I kind of just watch what they watch. If I do watch something, I watch old Flintstones episodes on uh, YouTube. You know, Man, it's like you and Santori are like brothers of another mother. <laughs> he was talking about Flintstones earlier. Yeah, that's my stuff right there, Flintstones, man. Love, love right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you one last uh, question, then we're all caught up. Uh, looking back, what do you think is the most influential cartoon? Like of the. Uh, influential like of our society our world whatever you know um, there was a cartoon that was influential to santori like personally and then there oh. you know corny was talking about like more on a, a social level so you know it's mm. up to you whatever you however you uh define it wow um well i think that uh i won't say the flintstone i say uh the the jetsons i'll say the jetsons Jetson. um nice because it, I think it kind of made people, even subconsciously or not, it made you kind of look towards the future in your mind, like, wow, is this what stuff going to be? And you start talking about flying cars, you know, even back then. Um, but now when I see it and I see him talking through televisions and things like that, I'm like, wow, okay, that stuff was real. Back then it was going to really happen. So I think that was because I think it made people think forward, you know. At least the kids do. I don't know, but Issa's watching. I think in our little childhood minds, we were like, "Wow, that's kind of cool. I wonder if that's possible to talk to somebody on a screen with a bunch of faces." <laughs> <laughs> and now we're doing it right now. Exactly. Doctor Detroit yeah. coming on with the heat, man. <laughs> on all. That's great. So oh, my personal feeling, and James is gonna love this because James is like the biggest Disney fan. Oh. Steamboat Willie, man, yeah. that launched an empire. That one cartoon, and then Snow White. As the most influential movie, I mean, you know, look at where how far we've come. Look at the movies that they're making, and they're they're cartoons. Look at Frozen, I mean, incredible. And it all started 
with Steamboat Willie. So I think that's the most influential cartoon. Um, I think The Simpsons probably has the greatest impact on current pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, they've been around so long that they have seen so many different things and they're yeah. so good that they're prognosticating. They're calling for predicting the future. They're predicting the future. That's how fucking good those writers are. They that's can predict scary, the future. Man. They know something. So I mean, how do they the time do that? Travelers. This, the, yeah, time travelers. They went, the, yeah. yeah, I think they went and saw Tenet. Uh, Christopher's old. Did they learn how to like go back in time and forward in time? I don't know. I don't fucking know how they do it. I don't know anything. It's scary, man. I don't know what those guys are doing over there, but yeah, I, I'd agree. I'm glad you, man. I wish I'd done more homework, but you hit it right on the head, man. Uh, Steamboat Willie, that was it. And, yeah, I'll start uh, with the mouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That all really right. set it off. All right, Dr. Detroit, uh, before we head out, man, we always do this on uh, our all our Mile High podcasts. Normally, we start with this, uh, mm-hmm. but tonight, because you're a special guest, uh, we're going to end with it. What are you watching? What are you watching these days? Wow. Um, I don't watch, like, uh, necessarily series. I, I usually uh, try to catch up on uh, – I mean, I'm not that I don't watch series, but I'll, you know, I'll find something on Netflix. Like what? What are you I'll watching? Usually- but um, what only show that I would say that I'm watching is, in, is uh, Walking Dead. That's the one thing that I claim that I've been following, you know, for the last four or five years. Everything else I kind of try to jump in, and then uh, after a while I don't catch up with it. So I'm not one that catch, you know, like my neighbors are like, oh, you know, uh, what was the one uh, with the Vikings? Man, I feel bad at that. It was huge. Uh, Vikings? Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. So every time, and every time I go to their house, they were doing the Game of Thrones references. And for like a couple of weeks, I was playing along. And until I got caught, that I didn't know what the hell. And I just told I said I hadn't watched. They're like, oh man, what the hell? You know, you got to go all the way back to da da da. So that's why I would be like, you know, screw it. I haven't been keeping. But, you know, uh, Walking Dead, that's my show. Awesome. Are you all caught up? Are you current? No, because I, I, I'm, I'm behind. But I like that because I like to wait to sit and binge like about, you know, I don't like to wait another week. It just messes with my head. So I like to get like four or five weeks in so I can sit and just watch them back to back. Nice. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know if you heard this week they announced that The Walking Dead is coming to an end. And oh. so I think they have another season, but it's a really long season spread over two years. Uh, but then it's going to be done. So I'm Are sorry they going to with that? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Wow. I didn't know but that. There's like 13 other Walking Dead like series oh, that are like, around it. So I think you're going to be okay. Those little spinoffs. That's what I hope they don't spin-off. screw it up. Oh, but you know what? <laughs> I, I want to see it. Tell me if I'm right about this. What, what you know. It seems <laughs> like uh, Lost did it. It's like when, when you're talking about what shows influence, influence these type of series. That when it was lost, it's like the writers, you can tell they were writing as they went along and they got to a certain point and just start making up crap, right? But it seems like that kind of set a standard and everybody else started figuring out how to do it where you can have these long uh, series. It's like a bunch of cliffhangers, like all kind of hung together. It's what kind of remind me of Lost was like the first one that did that, you know. Do you know, there was a sitcom in the, the late 70s, early 80s called Soap which is a sitcom, uh, but it had very similar, like every week it left off with a little cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, so, if you, Courtney, that. if you haven't watched Soap, you got to go back and watch Soap. Soap. It's great. Okay. Yeah, so awesome, man. It had a lot of stars. Uh, Billy Crystal. Uh, yes. Wow, it had a lot of, oh, man, I used to love it because it come on at night. I was supposed to be in bed. <laughs> I lived to my grandmother, but she didn't know. She was old, so she would let me watch it. And it was, you know, it was, you know, it was kind of risque for like a 10-year-old. 
<laughs> Definitely. All right. So that was it. Uh, final words on cartoons, uh, anyone? I'm going to start with you, Courtney. Final words on cartoons. They're my fucking favorite. Like, all day, every day, I'll never stop watching cartoons. Cartoons forever until I die. How about you, Dr. D? Oh, man, I, I'd have to agree. Honestly, I got to watch more of them. It's times when I really, you know, you can, I don't care what age you are, you can be having a bad day, feeling bad, man, and you can pop on a cartoon and it just takes your mind away and it takes you back to your childhood. So definitely, I think those guys knew what they're doing, what they were doing when they came up with cartoons. Yep. All right, Satori. Yeah, not word on cartoons. Not, yeah, not sound like non-original, but yeah, cartoons forever. I love cartoons. I'd rather watch cartoons than a reality TV show or a bad sitcom cartoons <laughs> yo my final word on cartoons uh, it is you can't have a society without cartoons i mean it it is the the most connective um way to get your message and your voice out there because everybody loves cartoons i don't know anybody who doesn't love cartoons we might like different cartoons but in those car different cartoons that we like you'll find another group of people who likes that stuff. And so like, we're all connected by our love of cartoons. Uh, and then like, you can, you know, become like, it's more personal to you, like depending on the kind of cartoon, like there's some pretty avant-garde cartoons out there that has a very big audience. And, you know, folks like uh, you, Corny, and you, Dr. D, like your kid who love anime, that's a different cartoon, but it's still a cartoon. And then there's James who loves the Disney movies, anything Disney, that's his cartoons. And then you have fucking Santori who's going back and watching the old school cartoons and I'm watching Bob's Burgers when I go to bed every night. I mean, like <laughs> we all have a personal connection to cartoons. Um, that's one of the few things that we can all say that kind of brings us together is our love of cartoons. So that's my final word on cartoons. All right. I love it. Now I'm going to get down off my soapbox. Uh, <laughs> now is the, our round of plugs. So this is where you get to tell us what you're trying to sell. So Santori, I know you're uh, – yeah, tell us, what, you're, what do you want to plug tonight? Well, I want to plug the Santuary Project. Mary Beth and I are on the road. We're traveling. We're doing some films. Please, you know, check us out on that. And also, what now on Wednesday nights with me and Dr. Detroit. Um, uh, check that out on the on Santuary's page. Um, also on the Santuary's Project page and Drunk Pacific and uh, my And podcast. Spotify. Now on Spotify and Apple Podcast and SoundCloud. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that, Dr. D. We oh, got Spotify. Surprise. Yeah, we got Spotify. Yeah, we got, we got, over the now. <laughs> yes, wow. we got Spotify. We put so, you yeah. on the contract. Didn't even know you did it. I didn't even know. <laughs> I, just, I just go with it. I just go with it. I, I, I just go with it. Wow. All right, yeah. Courtney, what are you plugging? Little Mechanico, where I work. Oh. We nice. sling dope. No, we grow people, <laughs> plants, and community. <laughs> We're here all to right. service all your cannabis needs. Your okay. cannabis experience brand. Come she is my drug dealer friend. Everybody always has one drug dealer friend, and that's Courtney. To. She's my one drug dealer friend. <laughs> you got to. All right, but Dr. D, you got it? what are you plugging? Oh, actually, I'm plugging. I don't know if you see it. Uh, audio Cidal. Uh You can't really see it. I gotta get the, but it's audio cidal music. Uh, it's spelled like audio and then cidal, C I D C Y D A L. But anyway, um, it's like my um, independent, you know, way of producing music. Um, and also, if you look on audio cidal on SoundCloud, and uh, you'll see the stuff we're working on. Mostly, I just been really out there trying to independently work. I'm trying not trying to do record deals and that kind of stuff. 
I'm not a big fan of uh, big corporate music. I really want to work with grassroots people. And um, yeah, I'm just really looking to work with artists. Uh, I send music out, they send it back. I add pieces to it. And also, uh, wow, I don't know if you know about it. Santori, of course, like just an awesome guitar player. He's been sending guitar licks. And so we've been uh, doing some projects with that. He'll send me like 20, 30 guitar licks. Uh, and then I'm putting them to some tracks. So that's the really most important thing I'm working on to see how we can kind of blend that in everything. But uh, other than that, I'm just uh, hanging out with Mike and seeing how I can support what he's doing and Truckee Pacific and we're going to keep it rocking. Uh, I want to tell you something, Dr. Detroit. This is the first time I've ever met you, but I have heard about you for like 20 years. So no way. <laughs> all, all of the people that I surround myself with, like I've known um, DW and, and James yeah. for a really long time. They have been talking about you since they came back to Colorado. So no uh, I'm so glad no to finally way. meet you. Everybody <laughs> says nothing but really good shit about you. Well, thank you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So my quick plug, uh, Dr. D, I am uh, an author. I write a sci-fi series called Race Through Space wow. Event Horizon. Wow. So that is my book that you know is available now in paperback on Amazon. So if you can go to Amazon, Race Through Space Event Horizon. Uh, that's my latest book. Uh, also, we have Chucky Pacific Reviews, which is my review show I do with my kid. Uh, that is up on Facebook right now. Uh, and then the Santori Project. I, the Santori Project is so fucking good. I, I can't tell you guys enough. Uh, Santori is so good. And Mary Beth, yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to Mary Beth, who's driving uh, most of the time, doing yeah. all the videos. And I think she get, we're going to give her a lot of love here on Chucky Pacific and Mile High Podcast because she's killing it. And you guys are doing a great job. So Thank you. Thank yeah. You. All right. So that was it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Hey, thank um, you. Go to Um Join us next week for James's games. Uh, Corny will be there. I'll be there. We're going to try to get maybe Santori and Dr. Detroit will be there too. Who knows? We'll talk about it, but we'll see you guys next Friday. Have a good night. All good right. Night. See you. See you. Thank night. you, everybody. Nice. Nice. still alive we're still alive but i'm gonna i'm just gonna stay here like not moving so make it so people think that the, the screen's frozen y'all can you guys can go you guys did thank you so much for joining us i, right, I really yeah. appreciate you guys especially you D, dr d man i was like fuck like i can't imagine like all right santori's on a show it wants me to jump on i'm gonna drop everything i'm doing in my life yeah, hell yeah we'll talk about some cartoons <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm, and, hey, I, I love it, man. It's right up my alley, man. So uh, it's awesome. I'm looking to hang out with you. I'm looking to really learn a whole lot more about this platform. And especially by you being a writer, I really definitely want to take some uh, some lessons from you on that because that that, I, that obviously takes a lot of dedication because in my head, it's a I can run through the whole script from the beginning of the movie and tell it to you in about 15 minutes, but writing detail and characters and all that stuff is just a, a wow, just a talent. So I got, I'm going to get your book as soon as I get off. I'm going to download it. I mean, not download it, but buy it. That's all right. You can steal it. I don't care. As long as you read it, <laughs> steal it. I'll send you a word copy so you can just like print off on your printer. I don't give a shit. No, I'll buy the book. Yeah, do whatever you want to. Yeah. If I, I'll we're buy gonna, it. We're going to find some shows for you. We're going to find some shows for you coming up here. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. Whenever you want to chat, man, um, an email okay. or text away. I don't talk to people on the phone, so that is a lost okay. cause. That's it, man. So you, have you and Mike had that conversation yet? Because he, 
No. Oh, okay. That, I'll, I'll let y'all have that conversation of, uh, between text or should you call people because he's he got some strong feelings on that. Yeah, I don't. If you're not dying, if you're not dying, then I don't. Well, that's the thing. Don't call that's me. That's the thing. I don't like texting. I, I I don't like texting because one day, man, I will not be able to hear your voice ever again. So that's why I don't text because I want to keep hearing your voice, and that one day I might not. If you know what I'm saying. All right. So a flaw, like there's a flaw though because we're on the internet. So if you oh, ever want to see our voice, I just okay. go to YouTube, Mile High oh. Podcast, <laughs> and you will see my will see my face. I could die tomorrow, and you'll like <laughs> that was a fun show. I remember that guy. Like yeah, right. Well, <laughs> exactly. We live on forever. All yeah, right. you have immortalized. Right. Oh, whoa! Look at that. Look at it's it. like the Blair Witch Project here. <laughs> you gotta have that that tear. What was it like the snot and the tear in the movie they read? Yeah, I'm very scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's up, song? James? Oh, what's up, guys? What's there, up, James. man? Not much. So you guys are all signed off of Facebook. I just I, I, I heard you guys were talking, so Oh, yeah. okay, okay. What's up, um, man? How you doing? Oh, good, you? man. How are you? Good, good. How's 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 the family doing? How's the wife doing? Oh, she's she's all right. She just took some uh uh painkiller so she's even better now <laughs> so right. hey, that, that works hey i hear you i'm glad to hear that bro yeah i had it i, hey, I had hey, you guys on uh, in the back you send me the would you right, send hey. me the uh, uh recordings because you didn't give me authorization to record so i don't yeah. have any of the recording so you have to send that to me not a problem i got it all recorded so but yeah i had it on the background so that was funny hey mary beth Shut up. Hey, Mary Beth. Hi. Oh, wait, we have like, we have a full house tonight, man. Who else yeah. do we, who else do we call it? Party. Somebody call Darius. Quick. Yeah, right. Yeah, he won't answer. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, he won't answer. Tax him. No, Mike, he, he had, you know, we had to talk about that really quick, you know, when I was mentioning it. And the only good point I did mention, though, I was like, it's a lot of people, like on a holiday, that I can reach hundreds of people like in 15 minutes if I text them and say, hey, happy whatever day or happy whatever. But it would take me literally like hours if I called everybody and said, hey, you know, we got to have a conversation. How's it going? So I was saying a good thing about text, you know, on Christmas or whatever it is, I can just text everybody and they know I thought about them versus me calling 35 people. But Mike is like having it. He's like, nope, if you don't call me, you don't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. Old school, man. I mean, I just like, you know, I mean, if I got a quick question or whatever and I want an answer and I can't wait for a text, I'll call you. Plus, the fact that I like the fact that I can hear your voice because one day I'm not. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.